T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Mark Reardon Show is sponsored by Gamma Tree Experts. Your trees deserve the best care. Call Gamma Tree Experts. Well, in case you haven't um, been notified yet, a bit of a shortened week here on this show. I will be here tomorrow afternoon, then off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We'll have best ups for the holiday back at it. Next Monday, a little bit later in this hour, Paul Morrow, who is retired NYPD inspector, the founder of the OpsDesk.org, Fox News contributor. I have some questions, not only about crime in uh, in general, but the, the murders of the four University of Idaho students, which are still sort of a mystery. We'll get to that in the uh, later part of the hour. Bob Ibach, my friend from Nyko Sports, there's a new Cardinals three baseball collectible set that you might just want for the holidays, and Bob's going to fill you in and tell you how you can do that and raise some money for Cardinals Charities as well. So I started the show this afternoon talking about the Marquette High School situation. High school here, West St. Louis County, for those people who might be listening outside of the area. Uh, it's in the Rockwood School District. I'm in the Rockwood School District. I have many friends who have kids that go to Marquette High on Thursday. I remember hearing about this. This was the day that I was out, but there were um, some threats that came in, a bomb threat that said they're going to bomb the school at 1.30 today. So they send all the kids home. Then they send out the text message blasts. All of us who are parents in the district get the account of what happened. They offer the explanation, the superintendent, etc. So the kids are back on Friday. And on Friday, there is an, this is where it gets a little confusing. Somebody airdrops a message to some kids' phones, and the message says this. I'm so tired of being the outcast. Nobody knows how I feel inside. The counselors don't listen. My parents don't listen. My friends think I'm happy. I want everyone to know how I blanking feel. 12 o'clock MHS, Marquette High School, be ready. The bomb threat wasn't a joke, but I'm not here with a blanking bomb. It's something that I can aim with while you run in fear. Third floor, you're my first stop. Stay safe, Marquette. Room 360, I'll see you at 12. And then there's an emoji, like a hand clapping emoji. So because of that, all the kids are sent home on Friday. And then today, because they need emotional support. Now, I'm not discounting the fact that this is quite horrifying. The parents are going to be freaking out. The kids are freaking out, but they just canceled today and tomorrow. And they're not using Zoom because apparently they don't think that that's important, even though they have the infrastructure to teach the kids inside their 
bedrooms. But that's another story. So the uh, principal at Marquette writes a statement that says, following the break, we will need to return and heal in person as a building with our students. We will work with the Chesterfield police to ensure our building is safe and secure if there's no resolution to the investigation by that time. Now, they say that they know who the kid is, which is interesting. But one of the questions that I have is about all this stuff with airdropping. And I mentioned earlier in the show, you had a situation where a Southwest pilot had to threaten the entire plane saying, hey, if if the person who is airdropping nude photos to other passengers doesn't stop, we're going to turn this plane around. Yep. So our friend George Rosenthal from Throttlet is with us to talk a little bit about the technology aspect of this. George, how are you? Good, good. Thanks so much for having me on. Happy Thanksgiving happy, in case I run late. Yes, happy Thanksgiving to you. So when it comes to the airdropping, so I, I have an Apple um, iPhone. Sue's got a, an Android, but there's similar technology on Androids as well, right, Sue? Yeah, there, there is. So if I want to send a picture to someone in an effective way, especially if I'm on Wi-Fi, I airdrop it just because it's quicker than texting. You get the better resolution, I think, of the pictures. But if I do that, someone has to see the picture come in, and then I have to press accept or decline. So how does something get airdropped to someone if they're not accepting it? Or am I misunderstanding something here? No, you're, you're absolutely right. So there's a couple things you need to be aware of uh, is that is on your settings. So on your phone, you need to go to your settings, go to general. And this is for Apple users. Uh, you're going to go to general, then you're going to go to airdrop. There's three options. One is for everybody, which means that everyone can see your phone. Number two is contact uh-huh. only, and that Got is it. the yes. contact on your phone. And it relates your phone number to the person sending you a file, whether it be a keynote address, an audio file, a picture. Now, they have to be near you. This is not something that goes over the Internet. It uses Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. Right. So that's why when it's in, the, in that airplane scenario, they're close to you. Now, you don't necessarily always know who it is. Um, this happens a lot to me when I'm at Six Flags. I'll stand in line and I'll start messing with people to see if they have their phone set up properly. Um, but you can... <laughs> wait, you wait, 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 hang on, hang on. So you, you just do that for, like, sport? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, I mean, you're bored waiting for Batman. What else are you going to do? Okay. All right. I'll give you credit on that one. Go ahead. Sorry. So that's okay. No, that's okay. Well, so what's happening is somebody... The, the way they could have found this person sending these pictures about the bomb threat and the threat of violence was that they had their phone number. So it may have been that somebody said, well, they must be in my list of contacts because my setting wasn't set for everyone. So therefore, they could the police and the uh, superintendent, whoever, could have gone through that kid's phone, looked through the contacts, and at least narrowed down who could have done that. Uh-huh. It depends on your setting. So if you have your setting set for everyone – then a notification will come up and it will say someone is trying to airdrop you a file. You either accept it or you don't. And they can continue to do that unless you change your settings back to contacts only or completely hide your phone from all airdrops. That's so, interesting. Mine is share. It's share on Android, right, uh, George? And everything you've just yeah. described is the same here. I can share with everyone my contacts or I can be hidden. That's correct. And so I always like to be hidden. Now, I love airdrop. I use it all the time. But I only turn it on when I'm standing next to the person that's about to send me a file. Mm. That so, way you don't accept anything by accident. You don't hit OK instead of cancel, that kind of thing. But, but can't you also, let's say that I want to do something nefarious or just stand in line at Six Flags and have fun with people like you do, George. <laughs> if I yes. change the name, can, can I change my phone to a different name? So, for example, can I say... I'm George, and say George's iPhone. So then when I try to airdrop that to people, it comes up as not specifically my phone, but it looks like it's somebody else's. 
Absolutely. You can go. And that's what they that's what a lot of bad people are doing is that they'll change the name of their phone just to send this picture. And, and they'll send it to a bunch of different people just to see who will accept it. Right. Just wow. to see who accepts it. So the key thing here is now, obviously, there's not a lot of hackers outstanding in line at Six Flags. But the point is, you're also accepting a file onto your private device that you don't know what exactly is in it. So it goes along with hacking as well. But the, the main key is making sure you don't accept any files from AirDrop unless you know exactly who it's from and what it's all about. Not that they're going to do anything to your phone, but the fact is it causes this chaos. And I, what's interesting is that the kids now are figuring this out and they're starting to do this with AirDrop. The, the bummer right now is that Apple devices do not have a log, a history log, where you can go back and see the phone numbers of who sent what over time. I'm sure that's coming. That will make parents a lot happier. I know it will make me happier um, to be able to go back and say, okay, you received this file on Friday. I want to I see what phone number it came from. That right now does not exist unless you're high, high up authorities and have the right tools to crack open the logs and actually go through it. But the average person pulling up a phone is not going to be able to go in and see that 314-555 right. sent you a file. But um, the, the poli- if they think they have the right person who's doing this, they can go into his phone and they can figure out looking at those logs if he airdropped things, right? right? Correct. Correct. Yes. And to what phone numbers they were they were sent. But for, for you and I just to go into our settings and pull up a history that does not exist right now, yeah, which I really sense. wish it did. That's something they need to add after all the updates they've done. Because uh, I love AirDrop. It's, and you're right. It keeps the resolution. It's so much better than sending a picture through text or email. Uh, It's quick. If you're in a business situation and you need to share a file real fast, AirDrop is the way to do it. You could be in an elevator because you don't need cell signal or the Internet. Uh, It's a great way in an emergency to send things back and forth. But it's it's unfortunate that with every good piece of technology, somebody finds a way to use it in a negative way. Hmm. Hey, George, I as a as a Samsung person cannot, you know, AirDrop doesn't work with share. Correct. You can't cross do. Okay. Just check. Yeah, they, they use different protocols to talk back and forth, different languages, so, uh, basically. So, unfortunately, that is something that maybe down the line they'll have. Um, but, but if you, it, I can, I have to encourage everyone out there. As soon as you, if you're driving, get home, go click on uh, General in your settings, and then go to AirDrop, and then make sure you turn that off. And only turn it on. It's easy to turn back on whenever you're standing next to somebody to share a file. So you're uh, saying tr- you're saying turn it off completely, or hidden. Leave it on because I, I just have contacts only still. Same here. Contacts only is yeah. Contacts only is safe. Um, it just depends on how many contacts you have. But I, I just like to be overcautious because I'm in the IT world. I like to turn it off. And then if somebody says, "Hey, I'm going to airdrop you a file," then whether I'm on my MacBook or iPad or iPhone. I'll just go into settings real quick, go to general, hit air, airdrop, and then turn it on. Um, that's, it's, uh, you'll, you'll notice that if you put it on for everybody and you go to a highly populated place like a baseball game, hockey game, Six Flags, of course, you'll notice that, that you'll have some jokesters uh, trying to get onto your phone. And they're really not getting onto your phone. They're just trying to send you a file. And in the, in the case of that airline, uh, incident. Yes, they can be pretty lewd and, and awful, but a lot of times people are just trying to see what they can get away with because they're bored. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. and that that's sort of what I anticipated in that. All right, well, this, this is very helpful. I don't know what is going to happen with this situation. I hope they did find the person. I hope that they can prove this because they have to, you know, I think it's important to explain this part of it to the students. Uh, they're not probably going to be listening to 97.1 FM talk, but in other words, they need to know that this stuff is in some way, shape, or form traceable so they won't do it. 
I would think they yeah. would think that, uh, but maybe you're right. Well, they maybe must they assume just that they're not going to be caught. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's correct. Yeah, it's, it's interesting how even in today's age when kids have, have grown up literally from the, the day they were born with technology, and yet they still think you can be autonomous. Somebody will track you down at some point. It's everything you do on the Internet, everything you do out there is traceable, uh, unless you're very, very good at cloaking yourself uh, and you're very experienced at doing that, you're going to get caught. So uh, this kid who was at the school, uh, even if you're joking around, which obviously that is not a joke at all, but the fact is, even sending bad pictures to somebody on an airplane is completely inappropriate use of that technology. And the only way you can combat it is just turn it off and then turn it on whenever somebody says, I'm going to airdrop you a file. Okay. All right. Paul, um, sorry, I think I almost said you were my next guest, George, just because my brain is not quite there. Uh, George Rosenthal, always great to have you on. This is very helpful. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great Thanksgiving, you guys. You too. You too, George. George with ThrottleNet at ThrottleNet.com. So then here, here's the follow-up to this. What do we do? So I That's have one, one of my friends who's got a, a son at Marquette. I said, what are your thoughts? And he responded, a lot of kids were spooked. A lot of kids were pissed. And he said, my kids shouldn't have to deal with this. And, and I completely agree. Mm. But then how do you prevent it, you, how do you prevent it mm-hmm. from the standpoint Someone's going to go in on Monday and say, look, man, if it's this easy to get four days off of school, exactly. we're going to try something else. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that canceling today and tomorrow was the best move on yeah. the part of Marquette because I think that, that that basically gives into the terrorists saying you want. Essentially. And, and we're not even going to have any school at all. We're not going to try to do Zoom. We're going to offer counseling. Now, I'm not minimizing the psychological. I said this earlier. Th- this is something I think about. I have a daughter that's in Rockwood. And school shootings, unfortunately, come to mind too often. You hear about things that happen all over the country. We had the shooting in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about the Idaho students. So as parents, I understand the freakout. As a kid, I can't even imagine going through what they had to deal with in, no. in the city a few no. weeks ago. right? So I'm not trying to say we don't take this seriously. And I think that the district is in a tough position. I, I can appreciate that. But I don't know what the answer is. Because I don't think you can keep saying, all right, we're going to take this self seriously, and we're just going to cancel classes. Because... Well, this, all these threats, it, it's when the threats aren't issued that something happens. It's not the threats. It's when they're not issued, that's when you have the stupid shooting or something like that. Have I mean, they, they don't have a bomb at a school anyway. Have they said what they are going to charge this kid with? I mean, well, they, uh, they haven't said much at all may about it. Maybe the preventative. You know what I mean? That may prevent it. If, if, if this kid is charged with something, if he gets in serious enough trouble, he, it could be a she. Well, you know what? That is an excellent point because... They said, I, I did see one reference to the fact that they felt like they knew who this kid was, right? Mm-hmm. If, in fact, they know who this kid is, they identify him. Uh, the other students, by the way, are going to know who he is, too. But you absolutely want—look, I don't think you mess around with this. You pull them out of school, they're expelled immediately, and you prosecute them. And you hope that they get good education when they're in juvie. In detention, because this isn't something that's a slap on the wrist, to your point, Sue, or, oh, we're going to give you another chance. Well, we're going to give you another chance after you're punished for something like this, because we take it seriously, and this is not something to be joking about. Now, this this kid has mental illness problems, or who knows what the situation is. Well, then you get him help. But you know what you still do? You still prosecute him, because it's absolutely unacceptable that this is happening and it seems to be happening on a you know on a more regular basis and i'm actually surprised that you didn't have another district from the area unless these other districts have different ways of dealing with it that had the same thing happen in the past couple of days in a copycat situation well we don't know i mean maybe they shut it down early or found the kid quicker or i mean it may have been uh 
It may have gotten close to happening similarly, and we just found out about this one. I think that kind of stuff, because this one sounded much more serious than there's a bomb on the... I mean, he was specific, or this person was specific. Third floor, I'm coming for you. Room 306 or 360 or whatever. And when you get that hardcore... That's how right. it makes because it out. Because if I'm the principal, if I'm the superintendent, if I'm a, a police official, and you ignore that, and then something tragic does happen, well, then there's hell to pay and your right. lives lost. So right. I, I get that. I'm not saying this is an easy job for these school officials, but I hope that there's a fair amount of thought being put into how we handle this in the future from the standpoint that given the kids the rest of the week off or a couple of days off for their counseling is not the solution. I'm sure that, that's going to become part of the problem moving forward and I don't think it's helping anything so we'll see and I hope that they did they did catch this person and they will punish him in the meantime all these Marquette kids got a lot of time on their hands this week good luck parents selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
You know, I remember last Monday as the week was getting started, I was um, I was driving around. I, I monitor Fox even when I take my daughter to school in the morning. Sure. Unless there's something about murders, which is maybe why I might have turned this one off. But we were talking, they were talking on Fox quite a bit last Monday about those terrible murders at the University of Virginia, you know, with the football team and the football player. And then I remember them covering the situation with Idaho where there was another you know, basically a mass murder where three students died. And then you would hear bits and pieces of that last week. But it's a mystery. And the mystery, I think, deepens right now because we don't know a lot about what happened out there. And I think the details that have emerged makes it even more creepy and confusing. Paul Morrow is back with us, retired NYPD inspector, the founder of the OpsDesk.org, Fox News contributor. Paul, how are you this afternoon? This is a weird one, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. Um, You know, these are the kind of things that I think a lot of us are conditioned to thinking, uh, you know, will get rolled up very quickly. And obviously that hasn't been the case. What do we know about what did happen? Okay, so I have uh, a timeline, a pretty detailed timeline up on, as you just mentioned, OpsDesk.org. And if anybody's really that interested in in, in following it, because the story really is, um, you know, very, very mysterious. Um, And the timeline actually does reveal you know, maybe some of the investigatory gaps. So what seems to have occurred is that there are all these folks living in the house together. There's five women. Two of them go out for the night. Um, The other two go to a different location for the night. And the fifth girl goes out with her boyfriend. They're all in separate locations. They return home at various points in the night. And this matters. Uh, The two girls who uh, went out earliest go to their respective rooms and go to bed. Um, The other four, that is the couple, the one girl and her boyfriend, and the other two girls are home as of about 145. Uh, That is Saturday into Sunday morning. So all 145 hours on Sunday morning. At some point subsequent to that, those four go to bed and are murdered in their beds uh, with a very large uh, military-type hunting knife. And they're killed in in what apparently is their sleep. With the other two in the house asleep in theory right Mm -hmm. correct correct now the the police have been very very coy um for a number of reasons and i respect that but um they have been very coy about who was found where etc but this much has been confirmed in the coroner interview and in some of the press releases two were found in on the second floor and two were found on the third floor so that would be two bedrooms uh each on a separate floor so i assume that that means that the two girls who did not wake up and who uh, survived uh, were likely on the first floor and were, for whatever reason, thank God, bypassed. So what, what do you make of the, the, the this is some reporting from The New York Times, so I think this is out there, but there were seven unanswered phone calls made from the phone of one of the victims, um, Ms. Gonclavez, to her former longtime boyfriend in the early morning hours on Sunday, according to her sister, based on the phone logs that she's able to download. So... Uh, and apparently one of the other victims also made calls to the same number. The first call was made to um, Jack Takura is the guy, 2.26 a.m., six more over the next 26 minutes, the final one at 2.52 a.m. I guess he was sleeping. They were trying to get a hold of that guy. They don't really think he's involved, or do they? They don't, they don't seem to. The police have publicly said that they've washed him out. His uh, alibi probably checks out, and significantly... He was the uh, longtime boyfriend for Kaylee, and she has uh, her family is is standing by him as a non-suspect. So as of now, he he appears to be washed out. Um, apparently, it is not uncommon or was not uncommon, rest in peace, for Kaylee to stay 
you know, that she wants to call somebody and keep calling until she gets them to pick up. Apparently that was in character. So I think that at this point, the police don't appear to be putting too, too much stock in that. What did come out that's unique and that just broke last night. And I think, you know, if you were really paying attention, you could kind of intuit it. They have revealed that um, they were being very, very um, sort of defensive about who made the 911 call. The 911 call comes in about 11. Uh, there's been a couple of different reports, 1135, 1158, someplace in the latter part of the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday morning. So who made that call is not entirely clear. What the police will say is that it was using the phone of one of the surviving housemates, one of the two girls who lived. But they are actually saying that it, they, they, they're not confirming that it was one of the actual housemates who made the call. And they are actually saying that numerous people spoke on that 911 call to the 911 operator. Mm. And what seems to have broken last night um, and then into this morning is that there were two, at least two other people who showed up Sunday morning when the girls were not uh, able to get into the rooms where the, uh, you know, the deceased were, were in bed. Paul, from your experience, I mean, I, I think this is a pretty obvious answer, but or question, but I'll have to ask it here. This this doesn't seem like a random attack, right? I mean, I think even the police characterized it at one point as saying it was a crime of passion. It doesn't seem like it was just some random person that happened to show up at this home. Yeah, you know, I tell you, it's a tough thing to say. I, it, the As I said, you know, they probably felt like this was the kind of thing they were going to be able to get to pretty quickly. They're going to find out if it's, if it's an ex, he's been stalking her. Everybody says, oh, we know who did this. And I think that's one of the reasons why they came out up front and said, okay, folks, there's no reason to panic. This was a targeted uh, attack, and um, there is no general cause for alarm. Um, They also probably uh, could see, obviously, they could see that the bodies had been there for at least seven, eight hours. And so they didn't want to cause a panic on campus that that something was imminent, that somebody was running around free. When it didn't yield to them right away, um, they had to walk that back, and rightly so. And and to their credit, they did. And I'm sure they knew that they were going to get some grief for that. So what do you have? You have one of two things. We even have what you're talking about was a crime of passion, right? Something that's really targeted with a capital T. Somebody who's obsessed with one of the girls um, and just, you know, couldn't manage to live without this person. And then maybe does the other three to keep them quiet because – they were aware of the fact that he had been in the house. And I'm saying he cognizantly, because it's likely a male. But the other possibility, and that's the one that's really discomforting, is that this is not so targeted, that this is completely random, that there's no real direct connection that the police are going to be able to make to the victims. This is very rare. I don't think this is the case. But that's where you get into serial killer territory. Somebody who kills because they enjoy it, There's no uh, signs of sexual abuse. There's no sexual motive here, which is usually what you get with a serial killer type. But it's not unheard of for them not to. So if you have the latter, it's very, very tough to uh, solve because those people don't have a connection to the victims. It was a crime of opportunity. And now you're into a very sort of needle in a haystack uh, scenario. Paul, it's Sue. My question is, if he passed two of them by and went for these people specifically— wouldn't that indicate that he was shooting for, you know, or going for these specific people? Yeah, maybe, maybe, I guess one of the questions is, did Easily, he even know the other two kids were, the other yeah. two students were in the apartment? Maybe he didn't right, know. Right, well, that's where I was going. And, and there is, you know, like every, um, every theory of the case has a sort of uh, counterbalancing, yeah, but in, in, in this case. Right. Because, for instance, to go to the idea that, well, he passed them to the two, other two by. First of all, apparently the other two 
uh, along, according to some reporting, were not only in their rooms earlier but had their doors locked. Ah. Secondly, one of the, the, the front door has a keypad. Now, the keypad, apparently the family is saying the girls kept it locked. A lot of other people are saying everybody knew the code. It was out in the general in the area. It was kind of a party house, people going mm-hmm. in and out. But one of the second-floor bedrooms has a sliding door off of a balcony. Oof. And that is reachable because the house is at a dead end, and it's built against a mountain. So if you're coming down from the mountainside, you actually apparently can access that second floor, and that would gain entry into one of the bedrooms that I assume uh, is where you know the two, two of the victims were. So that would explain why maybe nobody on the first floor was bothered. The killer could have exited through the same second floor wow. doorway. Jeez. Yeah, it's a, this is a crazy so one. I mean, I, I hope we get some answers. I do, too. Now, and you know, having given all these outlying, uh, you know, very outlier scenarios and stuff, I will tell you that I have confidence they will uh, solve it. I think it's going to be done through forensics. Actually, it's going to be done through digital forensics, if I had a guess. I think that what they're going to do is they're, I'm sure, scraping the phones, the social media, the text messages. They're seeing who hit the Wi-Fi in the house. During the period involved, they're pulling the cell tower information. They're doing all kinds of comparison. Those things take time, but they are ultimately going, I think, be fruitful. And then what you'll have is a scenario where, okay, they have a possible or a couple of possibles that they're honing in on, and now the DNA is going to matter. DNA is not like fingerprints. The database is not that populated nationally. So getting DNA, it's not like you can just feed it into the computer. But what it is very, very good for is confirmatory. So if you have somebody that you think is your guy, and then you get his DNA out of the um, out of the scene, and then you compare. It's a very good chance that, that that's you know going to give it uh, you know what you need. The other thing I should just mention is that it's very difficult to do what this person did, and not cut yourself. Mm-hmm. You get this big knife. He's stabbing their defense wounds. Apparently, some of the girls fought. So he's going to likely have cuts. Um, if I'm running this investigation, I sort of I make an A list of my top 30, 40 possibles that lived in the area that I contact with these folks, and I put eyes on them. And the problem is that so many of them Oof. have gone home for Thanksgiving. Well, right. But, you know, you got to get the FBI help you who are helping. You get local police in the various areas. And I say, you know, can you go out, knock on the door, eyeball this kid. Are his hands cut up? Does he answer the door wearing gloves inside the house? Is he hiding his hands while he's talking to you? You get something like that, and uh, now you got to start concentrating. With, with defense wounds and with, you know, some indication that people were fighting the attacker off, we're just assuming the two that survived were intoxicated asleep, just so, you know, hard asleep they didn't hear anything? Yeah, that's a good question. That is the, that is the theory, yeah. They were all out, and they were all out in different locations. Um, and the theory seems to be that um, they were, you know, likely, you know, heavy, sleeping heavy, maybe because they were in tox. But also, you know, he killed the, all four of them, according to the coroner, in their sleep. So while there is signs of struggle, apparently, and some defensive wounds and some fingernail scrapings were taken to put a DNA, um, it does seem like all four were killed while in a yeah. dead sleep, yeah. which would mean that, that you know, there's fighting and then there's fighting. It might not have been much. It might have just been a sort of reflexive response. Right, right. Mm. Well, you can, you can understand the person probably had something over their mouth so they couldn't scream. I mean, mm. the whole thing is horrifying. It really is. And I hope oh, they oh, find oh, out oh. who did it. Paul, thank you so much. Again, it's theopsdesk.org. Great coverage there. You can subscribe to the Substack newsletter. Um, thank you, Paul Mora. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Take care. That is just such a weird. I mean, you know, we're in this situation right now where if you're a parent, you got 
kids threatening shootings and bombs at Marquette. You got kids at college that are being m- murdered. I know. Not a lot of, you know, peace of mind here this Thanksgiving, right? No, I hadn't heard the thing about uh, they he could have come in on the second floor. I had not heard that. That either. was uh, yeah. that was eye-opening. And I also didn't realize that uh, they were on the first floor that the the people that were bypassed. So in other words, they didn't have to tromp up the stairs right by them. If they did come in on the second floor, those kids could have actually slept you, through you it. You know what he said and I think that you heard Paul sort of respond when I said this this has to be a targeted attack. They have to know well, maybe not, because in a in a smaller community like this, you would think maybe I'm underestimating the population, the amount of people no, who might I be suspect. Right. But you would think that this would not be that hard. Four yes. people killed in an apartment, not be that hard to solve. And you know, he mentioned the uh, the family of the boyfriend, or the I'm sorry, one of the victims. You know, the boyfriend was mentioned how he was getting all those calls. They were. Absolutely. I don't think I have the audio of this, but they were sticking by him 100%. We love him. He's part of our family. Having said that, we know how those things sometimes We've turn watched out, Dateline. right? Yeah. Right, exactly. Here's the other thing I was interested in, and, and we didn't get a chance to talk to him about it, but how long does it take? Because, of course, when you watch Dateline, it doesn't take that long to ping, find every phone that pinged on the towers around that. I just right. wondered how, in reality, long that takes. Is it weeks? I don't know. That's a good question. But, you know, what I was reading from the New York Times story, that was actually information not from any kind of police authority. It was the sister of the victim that said, we looked at call logs, and here's what we find out. In other words, they're telling journalists what they discovered because they want to figure this out as well. I have no idea. Stay tuned to that one. No doubt about it. 543 on St. Louis's home for Conservative Talk, 97.1 FM Talk. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I had this um, I had this long list of people who are already lined up for tomorrow's show from Fred. How about old Fred yeah. Lottenheimer over there, yeah. ladies Thank and gentlemen? And now I, I don't have it right now, but I know oh. Kilmeade's coming up tomorrow. we got a bunch of stuff, <laughs> which will be exciting. Hey, uh, before we get to Audio Cut of the Day, our friend Bob Ibach with Nyko Sports is with us. They have a new Cardinals 3 baseball collectible set that I'm sure people would love to get before the holidays. Bob, how are you this afternoon? Happy Thanksgiving. I am doing great, Mark and Sue. Nice to be with you guys. And, yeah, this is something uh, we just started doing on Friday, and uh, we're probably uh, coming up on the halfway being sold out of these. It's a three-ball baseball set. Each one of the baseballs comes in their own display case. It's an acrylic display case with a gold base. And it's uh, going to help raise monies for Cardinals Care, as we normally do when we're down in your area. Uh, the set's $99 each. I'll give out a toll-free number on the website in just a moment how you can get these. The baseballs are really special because they salute three of the really outstanding ball players for the Cardinals. Uh, Paul Goldsmith is on the very first uh, baseball 
to recognize his uh, NL MVP award that he just got the other day with his career stats on there, uh, his stats from this past season. They'll have a photograph of Paul on there right next to the Cardinals logo on one of the panels of the ball. The second baseball and the third baseball are salutes to two of the great Cardinal players of all time. You've got Albert Pujols. We have a retirement baseball for him, which lists his career stats, highlights from this past year. Everybody will remember that unbelievable run for 703 home runs that he did at the end of the season. And uh, it's got an action image of, uh, of uh, uh, Albert on that one panel of that ball. And then the third and last baseball is for a tribute to uh, Yadimir uh, Molina in his retirement. It's a career highlight baseball with some of his uh, uh, stats from this past year. It also has a little tribute on there to uh, when Molina and Wainwright had that battery uh, record for most games uh, between a pitcher and a catcher recorded. That's put on this baseball as well. So you get all three of these baseballs for just $99. You'll have it in plenty of time for Christmas, holiday season gift. And an idea I'm going to throw out there, you can use these as stocking stuffers. Some people I've talked to already, Mark, have gone ahead and said, hey, I'm going to give one baseball to this person, another baseball to the other. So you have three gift ideas here. Ooh, Here's how I didn't you can think order about that. Them. That's a good idea, right? Yeah, it's it's really good. I mean, you know, you go out and shop these days, and, and, and for $35, basically, you're getting a, a, a baseball. You get all three for 99 and you can use them for three different individuals. So... There's two ways we set up that you can get these, Mark. Um, we have an 800 number, which is 1-800-345-2868. I'll repeat that again. It's 1-800-345-2868. Or just go ahead and check it out online. We have a beautiful website. It's nikosports.com, N-I-K-C-O sports.com. That's N-I-K-C-O sports.com. You'll also get an individually numbered certificate of authenticity. And again, I mentioned before, only 2,022 of these three ball sets will ever be produced. And we're about one-third of the way sold out. So I would urge people to call sooner than later because with those three names on these baseballs, I think uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be quite awesome. a nice uh, item for the holiday season. Absolutely. Well, Bob, keep us posted. I still have a little segment I have to fit in here before the end of the hour. So NicoSports.com if you'd like to order the baseballs and keep us posted. I uh, will do that, Mark. Listen, have a nice Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll catch you down the road. Happy Thanksgiving. I appreciate it. Thank you. Playback ready. Now, the audio cut of the day. Audio cut of the day is sponsored this afternoon by my friends at the Good Feet Store. It's all about comfort, energy, performance, and pain relief. We were supposed to get some turkeys pardon, you know, the annual presidential pardon of the turkeys. But, Sue, I don't know if you heard this. Photos have emerged of one of the turkeys of it attending the January 6th. Um, riots and that turkey was not pardoned oh, no. and probably sent to prison for three years. Or maybe I'm just making that up. Look at oh. this. God love you. Now this is chocolate, right? Chocolate, you are pardoned. You are pardoned. And you had to tell me that? Yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I'm serious. Well, it was chocolate and chip in that awkward moment from President Joe Biden. I'm not sure if he actually understood the differences or what he was doing there. But there you go. The annual presidential pardons. I'm telling you, I still think it would have been better when Trump was president if he said, lop their heads off. There's no pardons for these turkeys. No, no. It would have been more like Trump, though. Have a great night. 
Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.